I'm bleeding you into my microphone so mm-hmm. you can hear the music. <laughs> treat, goddamn treat. It's a treat. You're, uh, you're, you're, um, death warmed over today? Yes, it's really bad. Um, Aww. yeah, I had a, I had a long week of filming and, um, did a favorite job over the weekend, so. Oh, favorite jobs. You gotta love those. Well, when you do them, you know you're doing a favor. It's true. It's true. Oh. There's the music. Hey, it's Lawrence Lewis. And it's Sister Christian. This is Monday, September 7th, 2020. So some things may have changed before you guys hear this. This is the Producers Happy Hour. It's a weekly podcast with two producers on opposite coasts. Sister Christians in New York City, I'm here in Los Angeles, and we're exploring what it means to be a good producer as we come out of our industry shutdown and figure out how to get the film industry back to work safely while still navigating the coronavirus. We find ourselves being asked to take on greater responsibilities from a variety of guidelines created by multiple sources. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Lawrence, but uh, Producers (laughs) Guild came out with something. I haven't seen this yet. Yeah. I, my head's been down on my laptop, so no, I haven't yeah. seen it. What's that? Now more than ever, it's important for us to be sharing our ideas and experiences. So share your stories with us. We want to hear from you. If you're working, let us know how you're working. How is your crew staying safe? Email us at producershappyhour at gmail.com. And please rate this show on Apple Podcast and share the show with friends and colleagues, your next-door neighbors, your fellow crew members, everybody. We want these stories to be heard. And please like us. <laughs> we like to be liked. Like us. And it, and it helps others find the show. Yes. Others like you. Exactly. So Christian, mm-hmm. Christian, do tell. Today's Labor Day. The show, we usually record it on the day it comes mm-hmm. out. But we were pre-recording these shows because both of us have been working very long hours. And today's mm-hmm. our day off. It's Labor Day. So yeah. we are <laughs> celebrating, mm-hmm. observing labor. Mm-hmm. How are you? You look tired. Yeah, I'm really tired. The jobs were, you know... As expected, and I do have to say, it was very well produced. <laughs> however, <laughs> of course, uh, it was. However, there was some internal infighting between client and talent, and that ongoing relationship trying to step into the middle of that kind of business when there's already sour grapes <laughs> was um, just added a layer that was not necessary in these COVID times. And so right. I know we're going to talk a little bit later about our tips for those yes. who are just getting back to work. Yep. And one of mine will definitely be expectations, <laughs> as I've been saying for what feels like yeah. 42 years now, <laughs> like expectations. That, that is the biggest thing. Uh-huh. Everyone's expectations now. You used, to, you used to just be agency and client expectations, but now it's crew expectations. It's director expectations. It's EP expectations. We have to manage them all because everything's changed. Everything's different. You're exactly right. Every position wants to know what you're going to be doing Yeah. for them in these Rightfully COVID so. times. Rightfully so. And Rightfully so, so, but that takes, again, additional time, additional prep. It does. It mm-hmm. does. How are you mentally? I'm How tired. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I realized that, you know, it's just exhausting with the election coming up, um, wall-to-wall news. And if you're paying attention to... Portland or mm-hmm. Kenosha or um, mm-hmm. Rochester, the added layer of an extremely busy news and weather cycle on top of working yeah. and on top of COVID is just, and yeah. now we're sneaking into fall. 
which means, yeah, yeah. you know, flu shots and all that like. And so mentally, I'm not doing great. You know, I feel like I'm back to work at a level that was before COVID yep. of expectations, but not yep. physically and mentally and emotionally ready to be at that level. So it's I, really hard right now. How are you feeling? <laughs> I hear you, sister. I am. I feel like I'm doing a decent job of protecting myself from the, all the emotions of what's happening to our country mm-hmm. po- politically and, and socially. That's good. Because I, that's the only way I'm going to be able to get through this job. So right. if I was to be paying attention to the news a little bit more, I think I, I wouldn't be able to function as, 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 as well as I'm functioning right now. So, and I think that's the only way I can get through it. So I'm doing this job. It feels like the world is falling apart around me. Mm-hmm. I'm in California, so we're, everything's burning every day. Yes, it's a, it's a, that. it's a fire sky followed by a fire moon. The sky is just oh. red all day long. And we had the highest recorded temperature in LA County yesterday was in Woodland Hills, 122. Holy shit. Yeah. So yesterday was sweltering for us yeah, inside my house with air conditioning. No matter what we did, it was a challenging day and it's been a challenging uh, week of prep and two weeks of prep with everything going on in the world. But mm-hmm. we're producers. This is what we do. We, uh, yes, we um, push all that personal stuff down. Push all that personal stuff down. For the job first. <laughs> for the job first. Yeah. Great. We're well, it sounds like we're both right on track. We're both right on track. So this episode, <laughs> it's just you and me, and we're going to talk about filming tips during these. COVID times. Absolutely. And these are tips for anybody, mostly for producers, but it will help some of the other crew departments understand what's involved in the complexities of what it's like to shoot right now and how to keep everybody safe. But first, I want to find out something because this is a day off for both of us and this is producers happy hour. Are you having a cocktail? I've been. I can't can't remember not drinking. (laughs) Yeah, I'm having having a little bit of sparkling rosé. Okay, great. I am. Do you know anything about it? No, I know. Well, hold on. Yes, I do. Okay. I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) Fun fact. I was filming with very expensive appliances and one was a wine cellar. So I know that what I'm drinking right now was free off my job. (laughs) Oh, there you go. That's a good, that's a good fun (laughs) fact. Thanks, Susan. (laughs) Thanks, Susan. Susan Lins, I assume. (laughs) Yes. I'm having a lovely, it's called a friendly IPA from Palomares, which is by Laverne Brewing Company in Laverne, California. So are you feeling friendly? That my boyfriend brought home for us. (laughs) Yeah, I'm feeling very friendly. (laughs) So there you go. Producers Happy Hour. Hope everyone listening is enjoying a happy hour cocktail with us. Yes, please. So Christian, everything's changed. Everything. (laughs) I... I'm excited to hear what tips you have about filming. Like, I'm still in it. I haven't even shot yet, but I've learned a lot during this pre-production period. You've done a handful of jobs already, so you have a lot more to say than I do. I've done five. Um, You've done five. Wow. Yeah. It's like a whirlwind. It's like a blur. So this is what I'll say. I'll go first. My first one is, again, like I've been harping since mid-April, otherwise known as seven years ago is um, (laughs) expectations, but it broadens out now to not just client and agency expectations, Mm -hmm. but now crew expectations. Yes. And so sometimes you can feel a little lost as a producer being the only one who has laid out expectations. Half the time, if you're working for a company who 
is relying on you, then you have to tell them what they should be expecting. You have to explain to the director <laughs> yeah. that even though their creative got approved and everybody's excited that there are going to be rules based on it Yes, as well. And then you yeah. have your client and agency's expectations of how much money they have and how much they can get for it now versus before because now is less. Yeah. Your talent's expectations for, you know, testing and all of those things. And then crew, their expectations. And you have to be pretty evenly the same to everybody. Yeah. And that's hard because there's no wiggle room here. No. None at all. And it's a minefield of expectations out there right now. Yeah. And you don't yeah. really know them all until you get into just like. Until you get into it. Yeah. It's like with production in general. You know, you can be prepared for everything, and that's what a well-produced job is, and so that you yep. have you have time or the ability to react to something mm -hmm. without panic. You have your outs. You have your outs, exactly. right? Like, I've got an out here. I've got an out here. If this happens, I can do right. this. You got your outs. And there's no panic because you've prepped no the rest panic. of the job perfectly, yep. so you're good. So that's COVID, except that, you know, there's going to be a larger wild card that you would never have thought you had to deal with. <laughs> yeah. And so, again, if your job is prepped well and you have you've explained everything to everybody as much as you possibly can, that curveball can be managed. It's just it's a lot of prep, a lot of extra hours and a lot of talking. Yes, a lot of talking. I've yeah. found myself all week with at the end of the day with a <laughs> sore throat. Yeah. From all the, the talking. Yes. And through your mask, because you have to talk louder. And well, more. I'm just talking during prep at home. Right. And so wait, My, you know, th two to three, three hour Zoom calls a day. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It, it's a lot. It's yes. A lot. Is your clients an agency going to be remote? No. Great. I find. Well, that yes, I'm going to say both. They're they're actually both. <laughs> That's the worst. That's you either the worst. want them all four, there or I know. Not, none of four them are, <laughs> are coming. Four are coming and the rest are going to be on Zoom. Same thing happens. That's going to be. So, um, yeah. Sister Christian, side tip for the day. Yeah. Tell the agency producer that it is not your job to monitor that Zoom. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. If that came up <laughs> and there's uh, no way that I can manage set <laughs> and the director yeah. and, a, and the Zoom call and a, a live video village and I'm a celebrity talent. There's just no right way. Now. So, yes, please yeah. make sure everyone establishes who is monitoring the Zoom. In theory, it should be the account team. And then they're passing right. notes to the creative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Thank you for that. You're that is welcome. an excellent tip. <laughs> so See, what you, I'm learning. So what do you well, got? we for, have been. I know, exactly. So what do you we got? We have been learning on this podcast. Um, <laughs> so my first tip, and it really depends on what are you, the protocols of the company that you're working for. Okay. The protocols for the company I'm working for is, and this is part of the health questionnaire, I think it's a mandated part because it's derived from what the ICP says we should be asking people on the health questionnaire. That's if you've traveled within the past 14 days prior to the day you're showing up on our set. Specifically air travel, but also if you've driven from a red county to us, which were orange, and maybe you or you stayed the night somewhere in a red county on your way back to California, Los Angeles. Are you talking about Orange County? No, 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 oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the uh, oh, their, their yes. level, right? Oh, there's, there's, see? Yeah, okay. Election on the brain. <laughs> you said red. The level of <laughs> the level of uh, infection activity in the county, right? It's on this uh, 
I'm kidding, everyone. (laughs) No, my stint in Orange County ended many, many years ago. So that all's well and good, right? The questionnaire, did you travel, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, I'm here in L.A. and I don't know what extra, I don't remember what extras are like in New York. But (laughs) in L.A., a lot of the extras don't live in L.A. Right, exactly. So a lot of the extras travel in and sometimes, and they, they crash on someone's couch. Or, you know, this is Labor Day weekend. A lot of people are gone and are flying back on Tuesday to come to my set on Wednesday. So we've I've spent the weekend replacing extras because they can't confirm, they cannot attest that they have not been traveling in the past because they have. They have not been traveling. So even though even though that was discussed and I saw the questionnaire, I knew it when I went to book the extras, I did not tell them. They must be physically living in L.A. They can't be traveling down from Fresno or, you know, wherever else, you know, our extras come Mm, from. Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. I've had that happen with kids. And because it's Labor Day weekend, of course, a lot of people are on a flight. So we've spent the weekend replacing extras, which is more difficult than usual because we're testing all of our extras. So that is an expense. Oh, so you've been you've spent your entire weekend like yeah. replacing extras. Replacing extras wow. and getting people tested and all that kind of stuff. Yikes. That leads into my next tip. That's testing. So mm-hmm. unlike New York, where you guys have a state mandate about testing for film production, oh, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. don't. I know it's suggestions. It's suggestions only. <laughs> so that means every job gets to decide what they're doing for that job. <laughs> yep. And when you get into it, every single person on your crew is going to have a different opinion on what you, the producer, oh, yeah. should be doing. Right. And granted, we've always said we want to hear from the crew. We want to make sure the crew feels like they're safe. But then you have to negotiate that between the agency and between the production company. And the production company has their ideas. And sometimes not everyone in the production company agrees. Sorry to interrupt, but it sounds like, I don't know, a nationwide plan of attack or even a statewide mandate would have been a good idea at some point. You don't say. You don't say. Yeah. Or an industry-wide, industry-wide. Well, mandates. 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 That's where we're at. And, you know, honestly, unions could do it if they wanted to step up to the plate. But it just takes it out of your hands when it's a mandate. You don't have to suggest to people or, you know. Yeah. So basically, when I hire somebody in New York, they understand that there's a certain set protocol that has to happen. Everyone has to wear a mask. And there's an act right? (laughs) In order to be on set. For instance, a McDonald's employee. If I was working at McDonald's and I asked you to wear your mask and and somebody was like, well, and I was like, no, I'm sorry, it's a mandate. You have to wear it or you won't get served here. That's what happens. But I, where I feel the shortcomings in LA happened and in California in general is that they're all suggestions and it makes production into the bad guys. Exactly. So out here in California, the testing is only opinion. And so the enforcement's rough, but also my tip specifically is to set up your, it was tricky because SAG has to weigh in on this, but set up your testing plan early. Get everyone on the same page. This is who we're testing. This is, this is who we're not testing either. We're testing the whole crew because there's also discrimination involved. You can also get into a sticky discrimination. If you start testing specific people on the set, there becomes this inference that you value their health more than the others. 
you just have to have a definitive explanation and, and policy of who you're testing. You can't just say, well, let's just test zone A. But it has to be a why. Why zone A? Because they're going to be near actors with their masks off or because they're near camera or because they're near director. You know, it can't be because they're near department head. That makes them more important than other people. You just have to have this concrete policy to avoid any sort of charges of discrimination but also keeping everybody safe. It would just be so much easier if everyone could get tested. Technically, though, if you're testing people specifically who will be working with a talent who won't be wearing their masks, then that doesn't feel selective or discriminatory. It feels like you're being safe. So go on. This was another tricky one about testing. So we shoot Wednesday. The only test that's worth a damn is the PCR test, the nasal swab. And that takes 24 to 72 hours to get the results. So that means... For my shoot that starts Wednesday, I would have had to test people Friday because it's a Labor Day weekend. It was It's closed for three days. But then people are getting tested before a three-day weekend. And who knows what they're doing? So how good is that? How good are those test results, right? And then if I test Tuesday when the lab's back open, we show up on set Wednesday. It's We won't get the results back in time. It's very convoluted and every job's going to be different. But yeah testing. Well, that leads into my second tip, which I think we may have touched on before because it was a big deal for me when it happened, but it goes right into communication. That is my next, Mm -hmm. you know, communication is key, but I find myself communicating a lot Mm -hmm. and discussing things a lot for a very long amounts of time. (laughs) That is exhausting. But I also realized that I had a very hard and fast stance against having people sign, you know, waivers. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that yeah, at all. No, no waivers. However, uh-huh. <laughs> um, because it's my health too, and my safety too. Yes. And that leads to my third one, and that's give your CCA all the power that you can give them. CCA, CCO, same thing, right? COVID compliance officer PHBP now takes them under their wings, so they're getting their health benefits through PHBP, but they call them CCA, COVID Compliance Assistant. So you're going to hear both of those as the same person. Give them the power. And this job helped me really understand why that kind of person does need some sort of production experience. Like they need to have been a coordinator. They need to have been a production manager because when it came down, that was decided late in the game, we were testing all of our talent. I all of a sudden had a big list of talent that needed to be contacted, explained the testing procedure, scheduled for testing, and swapped out extra-wise with my extras casting person if they couldn't comply. And that isn't just like a medic who took the class. They don't know how to communicate to crew, and they don't know how to email, you know, and communicate complex information in a concise way to crew members and understand how to follow up with crew members. So giving your CCA the power, but making sure that they also are somebody that you can trust with a very production-heavy task, like contacting a huge list of people to go get tested. Because it shouldn't fall on your coordinator while they're trying to make the pre-pro book for the damn pre-pro meeting. And that brings up my my guidance. (laughs) So now, also, too, not only am I dealing with people who still haven't gone back to work yet, I'm dealing with people who have worked with other productions. So their learnings can be valuable in both ways. A, like, holy shit, who's doing what? And I Mm -hmm. would never do that. And thank God 
that you told me because that's a great mistake to learn from. Or B, <laughs> and or they could have tips that you would, didn't even think of. So, yeah, the, the communication, <laughs> expectations, and guidance are just key right now. It is. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know, if you haven't been back out there, guys, working, be prepared. Buckle up. It's a lot. Good producers will manage, and you'll get through it. The nuanced layers out there, it surprises you at every turn. I have a 3C tip. Don't forget ancillary crew. And if, if you're fortunate enough to be on a big job where you're going to have a VFX supervisor, a stunt coordinator, a technician, like a, a remote head technician for one day, or some sort of specialty, some sort of special animal trainer, studio teacher, those people, you still need to call those people too. Ask them politely to comply to the AICP guidelines, the CDC guidelines to keep themselves safe. If they're working multiple days on your job, to please keep themselves safe, to keep their family safe during the run of your job. Because those people can be easily forgotten, right? They end up on the call sheet and it's just, here's your call time. But you also have to get them all the information about COVID and compliance and all that stuff and the questionnaires and all that stuff as well. Don't forget your ancillary crew. All right, guys, take a look at our website. On our website, there's a page called Do the Work. On there, we have uh, a lot of anti-racism resources for you to educate yourself on the issues of racism that have long played our society and our industry, as well as links to actionable things that you can do to support the Black Lives Matter movement. And also, while you're there, check out the Take Action page. Power to the polls, postcards to the swing states. So important. I'm very excited that I'm home this week. I'm going to get all of my postcards done. You should also volunteer to be a poll worker. And I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but the NBA teams have opened up now to polling places. So that would be a nice, large area, open air that you could volunteer at. So I think it's very important if you have the time, then you should do it. Yeah, absolutely. Do it, guys. All right, that's our show. We are going to have an interview guest as soon as Christian and I are done with our crazy jobs. So you got stuff to look forward to. We're going to keep uh, keep talking to people and keep sharing information, ideas, and ways to keep people safe and how to be a good producer in these, these very difficult, nuanced times. This show is edited and co-produced by Rob Bloomkey. Artwork and logo design is by Christopher Daniels. And our music was composed by Kyle Puccia. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for keeping up with our creepy schedules. We're going to be back next week. <laughs> yes. Might just be us. Might just be Christian. Might just be me. Who knows? <laughs> but until then, stay safe, stay connected, and always stay active. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Clean your phone. <laughs> now that I have a COVID compliance officer walking around yeah. with an alcohol white bed, there's no excuse to do it. If you see it, do yes. it. And if you leave your house, no matter what, please wear a mask. Everywhere, you, Everywhere go. you go. Be sure to send us your voice recordings, your emails, your stories, your complaints, your, your accolades to producershappyhour at gmail.com. Lawrence, how do people reach you directly? LawrenceTLewis.com or voiceoflawrence.com for voiceover work. How about you, Christian? People can get me at sisterchristianproduces.com. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Next week. Bye.